Hi, I'm Derek Sivers, and this is How I Became Ryuichi Sakamoto's Guitarist. In 1991, I was 22 years old, and I'd moved to New York City to be a professional musician. I had a little home studio, and I was doing some random gigs around town. My roommate, Hoover Lee, was an assistant engineer at a huge recording studio in Midtown Manhattan. Ryuichi Sakamoto was there recording his new album, Heartbeat. Ryuichi mentioned to Hoover that he was looking for a guitarist for his next tour of Japan. Manu Kache was on drums, Victor Bailey was on bass, but no guitarist chosen yet. Hoover said, my roommate's a good guitarist. Ryuichi said, but what does he look like? Hoover came home around midnight that night and told me the big news. I was already a fan of Ryuichi's since I loved his album called Beauty, and I thought that this would be a dream gig. So Hoover gave me a tape of the new unreleased Heartbeat album, but told me that he needed it back in the morning. So I stayed up all night. I listened to the whole album carefully. There was no guitar anywhere on it. So I started imagining parts. I started playing along with it. I stayed up all night long writing guitar parts for his album, recording them in my home studio, then mixing them together with his album, now with my guitar, back into a new master. So in the morning, as Hoover was waking up to go into the studio, I gave him his tape back, but also another tape of the whole album, now with my guitar on it, for him to give it to Ryuichi. I only slept a few hours, but I woke up with the feeling like that, that wasn't enough. I had to do more to prove that I really wanted this gig. I bought six of his older albums and listened to them all day. One had a particularly hard cello part in the middle. I decided to transcribe it and write out the transcription in perfect bass clef notation, on, you know, pencil and staff paper, just to show him that I could read and write music in case that mattered. Again, I asked Hoover to deliver it to Ryuichi, telling him I really wanted this gig. The next day, I got a call from his manager, giving me the dates, asking if I was available. A month in Japan, two weeks of rehearsal in Tokyo, then two weeks touring the country. I said yes, but the manager said they were undecided and would get back to me. And I thought, oh no, are they changing their mind? Hoover said Ryuichi wanted me to come down to the studio to meet him. So I did. We barely spoke. He's very quiet. But at one point I said... Your manager says you're undecided? And Ryuichi just smiled and said, I decide, not them. I've decided. Don't worry. So, yes, I got the gig. When we were rehearsing in Tokyo, all the other band members were given really specific charts, but Ryuichi would just say to me, uh, just do what you did before. It was a dream gig. I was 22 years old, in Japan, playing to the famous 10,000-seat Tokyo Budokan Concert Hall and more. It was awesome. I did okay, but as the youngest, I was definitely the punching bag of the other band members. It was rough. Later that year, we got hired back to play the World's Fair in Sevilla, Spain, this time with Daryl Jones on bass. I made the fatal mistake of thinking they were providing the outfits for us, like they had done in Japan. So just 30 minutes before showtime, with TV cameras running and everything, I'm in shorts and a t-shirt asking where everyone else got their nice outfits. That's when I found out that we were supposed to bring back the ones they had given us in Japan. Oops. They tossed some other clothes on me, but you could tell they were gravely disappointed. And I never heard from them again.
I'll never know if it was because of the clothes or my playing. Oh, except a year later, I was living on the Oregon coast, and I got a little happy birthday postcard from Ryuichi himself. My personal lessons learned from this story. One, being in the middle of things increases your chances for opportunities. I really think it was just because I was living in New York City and just happened to have a roommate that worked at that studio. That's the only reason I got the gig. Two, everything great that happens in your career starts with someone you know. Three, when you hear of an opportunity you want, you have to go for it completely, like over the top, not casual, and work your ass off to get it. And four, the tiniest detail can derail everything. Go to sivers.org slash S-A-K-A-M-O-T-O. Thank you.